Welcome to Sane Society. I'm Chandler. And I'm Ben. So here we are with one of Chandler's mini episodes she wanted to do. Yeah, I'm going to probably do like a little series of little mini episodes of, you know, big things that have like created, you know, laws and stuff that we know about, but we don't necessarily know the origin story. This one's depressing. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so I, I'll tell you a messed up story with my um, little adoptive niece concerning Amber Alert when she made me mad one day. Oh, boy. <laughs> I should say mad. She irritated me to no end. She's good at that. Yep. So we'll start January 13th, 1996 in Arlington, Texas. Started out as a good day for nine-year-old Amber Hagerman and her five-year-old brother, Ricky. That afternoon, the two of them decided to make the most of the warm winter day and rode their bikes to an abandoned grocery store parking lot where the neighborhood kids often played. After some time, Ricky decided to go home, leaving Amber alone. Shortly after, Amber was abducted. Four long days were spent searching for Amber before a man walking his dog discovered her body. She had been discarded in a creek behind Forest Hills Apartments just five miles from her abduction site and three miles from her home. Her autopsy later revealed that Amber had been kept alive for roughly two days before she was murdered. Amber had been beaten and sexually abused before her abductor slit her throat. The investigation uncovered a witness to Amber's kidnapping, 78-year-old Jim Kevill, or Kevill, Saw her being kidnapped while in his backyard. Keevil said he was, he saw Amber riding her bike in the parking lot before a man in a black or blue pickup truck jumped out and grabbed her. Keevil described her abductor as a white or Hispanic male aged 25 to 40, under 6 feet tall with a medium build. He said that Amber had kicked and screamed, and screamed once while being thrown into the man's truck. Keevil called the police immediately, and they were on the scene within minutes. Amber's family and friends banded together to search frantically for her, but stranger abductions are rare and incredibly hard to solve. Forensics was also little help in finding Amber's killer. When her body was found, she was naked except for one sock, and the running water from a creek washed away critical evidence. Mike Simmons, the investigative sergeant who was in charge of Amber's case at the time, explained, there had been a very large storm, and Amber's was not only in water but in running water in the creek. And there had been a tremendous amount of water flow over her body, which obviously made it hard to, in terms of tracing evidence. 25 years later, Amber Hagerman's murder is still unsolved. After Amber's murder, a mother in Fort Worth, Diane Simon, The hero Simone, of our story. Yeah, Diane Simone, called the local radio station asking why they sent out special broadcasting for severe weather warnings but not for when a child is abducted. If the community was aware, then residents could also assist in the search. Simone followed up with a letter, and her only request was the program be um, dedicated to the memory of Amber. That letter was used by broadcasters who met with local law enforcement and created Amber's plan and Amber's memory. The program was eventually taken to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, with a request for a national initiative. It then became known as America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response, AMBER Plan, which allows broadcasters and transportation authorities to immediately distribute information about recent child abductions to the public and enables the entire community to assist in the search for and safe recovery of, chi- of a child. What began as a local effort in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area has grown to a seamless system of such programs in every state across the country. Each year, these alerts help safely recover abducted children. Today, the Amber Alert system is being used in all 50 states 
the District of Columbia, Indian Country, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, and 33 other countries. So I actually had to look up what Indian Country meant. I mean, I assumed I knew what it meant. But it specifically goes back to another case of another young girl um, who was found, who who went missing. The Ashland Mike Amberler in Indian Country Act was born out of the tragic abduction and murder of 11-year-old Ashland Mike of the Navajo Nation in 2016, which is crazy to me that it was until it wasn't implemented in like Indian Country before this. 2016 was not that long ago. No. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Yellowstone, but like they just handle their own shit. <laughs> um, you and Yellowstone. I will never get over it. Is that Kevin Costner again? Yes. Oh, God. damn. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. <laughs> uh, um, at the time, tribal law enforcement officers did not have an Amber Alert plan to notify people living on the reservation, a serious problem shared by tribes across the country. Because yet again, well, let's just neglect them. It's fine. We've treated them horribly. But they got they got the white man back with casinos. <sighs> Hardly. Have yeah. you seen how people live on the reservation? Oh, yeah. I've seen Indian housing. Now, you know, I... As you know, I grew up not far from the Oklahoma border and the Osage country, large Indian. I've seen Indian housing, which is worse than any public housing almost, and you see in inner cities, and it's terrible. I mean, I will say, like, one good thing about reservations is I was at a house, I was maybe 17, and I was at a house party on a reservation when I was visiting my cousin in Kansas. You, You hear that, Chandler's dad? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah sorry dad <laughs> it's fine um and i was at a part a house party there and it was like ridiculous there were far too many people and the cops showed up or you know reservation right. police whatever and i was freaking out because back home in illinois right like if you get caught at a house party like everyone's getting arrested everyone you know what i mean well, like unless you flee really yes I have ran from the cops well, so many I, times. Or, like, I've been at house parties where it's, like, just shut everything down, lock the doors, close all the blinds. We did that We did that in college when we were, like, freshmen. But, like, in high school, of course, we just country cruise, and then we have parties no, out in the country. we had house parties. But the sheriffs there and the cops where I grew up in Chanute, they just take your shit and drink it themselves and tell you to get the fuck no, out, out, of, cops, out of there. Uh, our cops sucked. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. No offense. I have some friends who are cops now. And it's like, y'all are great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the cops show up. I'm freaking out. And they're like, oh, no, it's no big deal. Like, the house just get a, gets a ticket. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we just get a ticket. It's no big deal. Like, the house gets a ticket. I was like, okay. And, like, we just continued to party. It was like, no big deal. Hmm. So, anyway, that's I have a couple fun reservation stories. Anyway. Um, the enactment of the 2018 legislation represents significant progress in addressing the problem. It makes federally recognized tribes eligible for Amber Alert grants and permits the use of grant funds to integrate state or regional Amber Alert communication plans with tribes across the nation. The program as a whole is a voluntary partnership among law enforcement agencies, broadcasters, transportation agencies, and the wireless industry to activate an urgent bulletin in the most serious cases of child abduction. Broadcasters use EAS to air a description of the abducted child and suspected abductor. This is the same concept used during severe weather emergencies. The goal of an Amber Alert is to instantly galvanize the entire community to assist in the search for and safe recovery of the child. In the summer of 2004, NCMEC began to develop a network of internet content providers 
trucking industry associations, social networking websites, digital billboards, and wireless industry representatives to further enhance the alerting capabilities of each state's territory, um, each state slash territory's Amber Alert program. The Amber Alert program has now evolved to use all available technology when alerting the public. More recently, wireless emergency alerts um, and targeted distribution on social media continue to improve and expand the reach of the Amber Alert program, which I'm like, we've all gotten the text alerts. Yeah. I think one thing, though, I've, I've read recently, and the Amber Alert system is not consistent when it's issued across states or jurisdictions within the state because it's up mm. to the police jurisdiction mm-hmm. to determine if it requires but who an Amber was like, Alert. Yeah, no. Because I, I read one story, it was in Tennessee, that the kid was out playing and then disappeared. And they sent it out right away. Well, the little fucker is just out playing in the woods. And yeah. they sent out no, right they away. they do have, but, like, strict. But then across the state on the other side, this kid, they're like, oh, you know, he's probably playing. Well, you know, he'll probably be back in a few hours. They never issued it. Oh. You know, and then it was too late afterwards. Oh, no, did he die? Yeah, because as oh. you know, if they can't find a kidnapped victim within 24 hours, oh, the kid's yeah. been kidnapped. Most likely find him alive is pretty slim. Well, that's what's so awful about the Amber ones. Like, yeah. he kept her alive for two yeah. days. Yeah, that's. I mean, she would have been like, had a rough life, but like. Right. Still, yeah. two days. That's what's insane to me because most of the time they don't keep them alive for that long. Because a lot of the Amber alerts, at least around here, are all because of some. One of the parents, they have Tussie Babbles. They're like, fuck, I'm taking my kid and, you know, moving south, you know, going right. south. And they usually, you know, still they catch up, him. But yeah. Also, like, I don't know. As of December 2020, 1,029 children re- were rescued specifically because of Amber Alert. As of December 2020, 87 children have been rescued because of the wireless emergency alerts. And as of December of last year, there are 86 Amber plans throughout the United States. Donna Williamson, Amber's mother, has been quoted as calling the start of the alert system as bittersweet. Hmm. Donna wonders what would have happened if we would have had the alert system when Amber was went missing. Did it have helped bring her back to me? Of course, Donna is grateful for every child that the system saves, but it brings her no closer to bringing her daughter's killer to justice. Thousands of leads have come in on Amber's murder, and please still have the investigation open. Anyone with information about Amber's murder is asked to contact Detective Ben Lopez at 817-459-5373. There's a one hundred. There is a ten thousand dollar reward, which should be a hundred thousand. Because I was like, no shit. I was like, I thought it was a typo, but that's pretty fucking no. weak. Uh, Twenty five uh, years later, yeah. Like, I wonder if it's up to the family. Which, if so, that's really sad. But like, someone right. should fucking pitch in. Yeah. But yeah, ten thousand dollar reward for any information leading to the arrest and grand jury and indictment of the suspect. Tippers, tipsters can also remain anonymous by contacting. Tarrant County Crime Stoppers at 817-469-TIPS. This story is literally so sad for me because she's just a little nugget. She was only, you know, nine years old. Right. Do you remember being nine years old? I do. Oh, yeah, I was on starting fires, looking for crawdads. Like, I met my, like, literally, I I remember being nine years old because I met my best friend when I was nine years old. We were still friends. I thought you were going to say I met my first boyfriend. I'm like, what type of fucked up town are you in? (laughs) No. Well, uh, no, but I, I remember I was nine years old. And my best friend Bailey moved in next door, and we're still best friends this day because we're celebrating our 20 year in August of this year, 20 years of friendship. Oh. I know. Oh, we're going to take a trip. Anyway, nine years old, you're still so innocent, and you're so, right. like, 
you don't know that there are bad things in the world. Like most of us that are lucky, obviously, like don't know that there's like really mm. bad people in the world. Well, you were pretty sheltered. Kind of. Yeah, I was. I mean, right. I was raised like super religious, but like kind of had a fucked up job. <laughs> well, I, I guess, I don't know, you know me, I was raised Jehovah's Witness till I was like 12, so, but I still wasn't really sheltered. I knew about the, you know. The world. Yeah. You were a worldly nine-year-old? No, I, I, no I, I knew better to um, stay away from the ice cream man, um, white vans, people with puppies and candy, at least that's what they said. Um, oh, my God. I know. I'm like, I knew all those things, and look. I am, don't take advice from me. I am, I was a drug girl who got into a white van that I thought was a cab and it was not a cab. We will get into that story another time. Once again, I'm really sorry, dad. Uh, <laughs> I should have been murdered like five different times in my life. Speaking of murder, I almost wanted to murder my little niece when she told this story. So she was a, no, my niece is adoptive is she, niece. Like 12? She's 12 now. Okay. So but when she pulled this, she was probably 10. So she was annoying me she was like pressing the button seeing her limit that day mm-hmm. and i was like keep it up i'll turn you into an amber alert <laughs> <laughs> so she's like okay and so she you know she backed down well like a year later someone asked her so you were really just annoyed ben making really upset she's like yeah he threatened to turn me to an amber alert i was like joe <laughs> jesus don't tell people that course i know then again i told her to get in the trunk one time but <laughs> and wasn't she like yeah let me yeah because because she had an audience and some ladies that are staring i was like what is going on but that kid is gonna get you arrested at some point yeah <laughs> uh so any fun new crime stories yes this one caught my because i was i literally had what the fuck is going on moment so here is the tagline of the story that caught my eye it says new york parents seeks okay to marry their own adult child so of absolutely course absolutely not of course me i had two things I was like new york really i thought that'd be like west virginia arkansas mississippi georgia of course oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i but, always think like alabama yeah that too or like arkansas so here in new york Incest is a third-degree felony in New York law, punished by up to four years behind bars. As it should be. And incest marriages are considered void with the spouse facing a fine and up to six months in jail. So I'm sitting here, I'm reading through this and trying to figure out what's going on. A New Yorker wants to marry their own adult offspring, is suing to overturn laws, barring the incest practice, calling it a matter of individual autonomy. Ew. (laughs) The the pining parent seeks to remain anonymous because Shocker. Her, yeah, yeah, because no the request is an action that large segments of society view as morally, socially, and biologically repugnant, Ugh. according to court papers. I was like, you know, I was sitting there thinking this. I was like, you know, you know, royalty did it, but you're not royalty, and at least they limited it to their first cousins. So <laughs> the like. Hasbergs and everything have their own. But I'm sitting there, I'm I'm looking through the quotes of this filing, and it says, Through the enduring bond of marriage, two persons, whatever relationship they might otherwise have with one another, can find a greater level of expression, intimacy, and spirituality. Spirituality. Get the fuck out of here. The parent parent argues in Manhattan Federal Court claim filed April 1. Uh, legal papers give only the barest picture of the would-be newlyweds. Yeah, go figure. Failing to identify their gender, ages, hometowns, and the nature of the relationship. It's disgusting. Uh, the so filing goes on. The filing goes on to say the proposed spouses are adults. 
The pro- that doesn't the, matter. The proposed spouses are biological parent and child. Ugh. The proposed spouses are unable to procreate together. Well, so thank I, well, yeah, God. Well, that's good. They come out with that. That like, should at the very least be. Yeah. They come out with a club foot with a hunchback. <laughs> oh, my God. So we don't know if it's like a dad and a daughter or like a mom and a son. Yeah, or... I don't know for sure, but that was like. Freaking gross. Yeah. And a... you do hear so many stories. I feel like I've read so many stories yeah. about like people who, you know, gave their kids up for adoption or whatever. And then they meet when they're adults and they fall in love. And you're like, ew, that's gross. Yeah. Enough. Because like you already know it's your. At least, at least you know. But growing up, I'm like, I'm like if this person grew up with right. their father or mother, or whatever. There's no way this started when they were an adult. No, no sane adult chooses to date their parent. No. It's so awful. Something horrible happened to this child. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh God! But, it grosses me out that this is even a thing that we're arguing like, in 2021. But one of the paragraphs in this kind of yeah, I because I'm fucked up. I just I just start laughing through this whole story. <laughs> it's just, horrifying. I, see, you find it horrifying. I just start laughing. And no, so, it's so gross to I, me. Uh, the parent in the new case who hear, hears wedding bells when looking at their own kids said. They want to <laughs> propose, but would sustain emotional harm if they um, did so while the current laws were in effect. Gross. Uh, let's see. They want to walk down the aisle in New York City. Yeah, parent and adult child couples for whom I want to know why they can't procreate. Uh, I don't know. Like what? He has a vasectomy or something? Yeah. Yeah, it, it goes on. They talked to a lawyer at NYU. Oh my god! You know that lawyer was like, uh, yeah, get he me says out of this meeting uh, and right and now. And he's just like, he, he talked to him for the story, and he says the closest you could come is Woody Allen, and that wasn't that wasn't his daughter. Not biologically, yeah, it's it was still an, fucking gross. He's it was still a, a pedophile it was an, allegedly. Well, it was an adopted child who was never adopted. Actually, and it turns people's stomachs. He said. So, yeah, he said there's no chance in hell that this, the law gets overturned. No, I would, <laughs> listen, that is something that I would freaking, we are marching on Washington yeah. if this law is going to be overturned. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure to be, I'm sure to popular vote in Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi. Ugh, I don't even want West Virginia probably, they could probably make a state constitutional they, movement for that. Do they recently move to New York? <laughs> I don't know. Well, there is a small community I'm reading about it that's in New York. I think oh, it's outside Orange County, New York, but you can only get through like one gravel road. And it's like something I ran into in the North Hills of Georgia. You run into like Arkansas. a weird commune or something? Yeah, it's just like very small communities. There's one road in and out. The cops <sighs> don't go there. If you have to, if you have a problem, you go talk to one person, and they handle it within the community. Like the Amish? And it's like, <laughs> but it, they're known to be, like, incest go on there. It, well, obviously, such there's, like, pool. two families or yeah. something. Yeah, I think this one's, like, 200, but it's just, it's never changed through, like, like over 150 years. I we're at least years. doing second cousins or something. I don't know. I, I mean, not that that's, not doesn't make it okay. Second cousins isn't okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, but, yeah, so I, I do know there's a small community that came up. I read about that not too long ago. That's disgusting. I found a story. I, of course, didn't write any of it down, so I'm just going to tell you from memory. <laughs> um, I'm also not going to try to pronounce any of these like Chinese names or cities because I'm not going to embarrass myself. Um, but basically, there was this family. Apparently, it happened in 2017. I don't know why we're just not hearing about it, but whatever. 
you know, Chinese keep things under wraps. But this, so apparently in China, in like some places of China, it's like burial is not permitted. Like you're, you're, you know, someone dies, they have to be cremated. Well, this family's son had cancer and apparently before he had told several relatives that he really wanted to be buried. That's like what he wanted. He didn't want to be cremated. So after he passed, the family hired a man to basically give them a body to like cremate in their son's place and they were like secretly bury him. And they assumed that he would be getting an already dead body, which makes sense. But also let's not assume anything. (laughs) And they paid him like $16,000 or something to like give them a body. And instead of finding for, an already dead body for sixty grand, I'll find you a body. It was sixteen. Oh, uh, but I, also I would probably find you a body for sixteen. Yeah, but I'm not going to kill someone for sixteen thousand. That's not enough. Not for sixteen, I wouldn't. No, that's not going to change my life. It's going to no. pay off like three bills. <laughs> no, <laughs> three bills. <laughs> <laughs> that's not enough. Um, I need at least sixty from a hooker and blow habit. Oh my so. god. <laughs> so. He then goes out. This is where it gets sad and depressing because I can never just have a lighthearted one. But he goes out, finds a man with Down syndrome. He said between 36 and 40. They haven't, like, given out his info. But finds this man with Down syndrome, lures him. 36 to 40 years old? Yeah. That's actually old for a Down syndrome person. Do they die early? Yeah, Yeah. they don't. Yeah, that's fairly older. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Well, and Glee, you know. The coach's sister was, like, really old, so I don't know. <laughs> and anyway, but also Chinese people, I feel like, live to be forever, so it might be different. No, Japanese people do. Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> not that they're the same. Don't you know Chinese kill their own people all the time? Okay, we're not getting into it. We're not trying to talk <laughs> shit on Chinese. Okay. So anyway, he lures him into his vehicle. He gets him super drunk to where he the man then passes out. He then throws him into a coffin Sorry. No, it's horrible. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to hell for this one. A Down syndrome person nope. drunk. Oh, no. <laughs> like a drunk baby. I'm going to hell. You're awful. It. Stop. <laughs> We're deleting this. <laughs> so anyway, so it throws him into a coffin. We don't know. This is the really awful part is that they don't know if he was dead or not. When they mm. put him into the coffin, he nails the coffin shut, gives it to the family and they take it to the crematorium and get him cremated in place of their son. Um, and then they go and bury their son in secret or whatever. And somehow it all came out. And now this guy is in prison for murdering a man. And then the family got, what did they get? Talk about amateur operation. Jesus. It, it's so sad. But then the relatives got, they were found guilty of insulting a corpse. Which I think seems really weird. Well, I, uh, Shouldn't they at least... I mean, I know it's not their fault. They didn't know. Well, at least it's not necrophilia. I mean... Oh, oh, God. Yeah, there are worse things, obviously. But, like... <laughs> but I'm like, we don't even... They didn't know. I feel... I mean, they should be, for sure, like, held responsible right. in some way. But they didn't know. They just assumed he was, like, grabbing a body from the morgue and, like, here you go. I think the United States would be charged with, you know, aiding and abetting the murder or right? something Right? That's like what that. I thought. But I but. guess, I mean... I don't know. Who knows what's happening to them in China? But anyway, I thought that story was crazy. I also, another downer. I'm so sorry. So I'm really obsessed with the Delphi murders. Do you know about this in Indiana? 
Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't know the, all the details. Oh, God, I do. Well, here's what's annoying about this case. So 13 and 14-year-old girls, Abby and Libby, go went missing like in 2017. And they were found murdered. But the police have not given any information about like how they were murdered, how they're like like what their bodies like right. what state their bodies were. There's literally no information. And these girls were so freaking smart. Like the information we have is because one of these girls literally took Snapchat videos okay. of this creepy man like walking across the this bridge towards them. And then there's an audio recording. So the police have like given out that video right. Of this guy, like, walking towards them. And then there's also audio, which I think they only gave out, like, a small section of the actual okay. audio that they have. But in the audio, you can hear the man saying, like, down the hill. Like, he's telling these girls to, like, go down the hill. It's super creepy. There's a really good podcast on it called Down the Hill, the Delphi Murders. Right. But anyway, so it's been unsolved this whole time. They've Cops have given, like, no information. And this, just recently, last week, April 19th, this guy was, he abduct, he lured this little nine-year-old girl into his home to, like, pet his dogs, which, like, that would have worked on me when I was nine. For real. It'd work on you now. It would work on me now. <laughs> anyway. I got I'd be smart enough now to be like, bring him out to the front yard. Um, <laughs> but lured her in, did horrible things to her. He ended up, like, choking her until she passed out, whatever. Luckily, the cops found her within like an hour of her going missing and she was obviously found in an awful state, but she's alive. She's okay. But the guy who was arrested for it looks like the dude in this video of the Delphi murders. I think it's terrible. And like the town's only 20 miles away from Delphi. Cause you know, people I am so pumped about it. Cause you know, if he did it before, they always have the urge to do it again. Yeah. No, they they obviously scum of the earth. They may be able to, you know, wait a couple of years, eventually, they're like, I got away with it. Yeah. I'll right. do it's it again. Four years. Their urges. It's been four years. Yeah. Over four years because they went missing on like February 13th of 2017. Yeah. And some of the reason they may be, I mean, since they're underage, you're not going to let out some stuff. And also police like to tend to hold certain things I aspect know, that the killer would only no know. No information. Not a single thing. Right. It's awful. But like, I'm like, kudos to these girls for like one being smart enough to like record him. Right. Because that could be what catches him. But it's crazy that we have video of him and no one has been able. Because, like, they talk about the area that they went to. Like, it was a local spot. Like, no one would go there that that wasn't, like, local. And, like, this town that he's in is only 20 miles away. I'm just psyched. I hope it gets solved because I have done so much research on this murder. Hopefully they have DNA. That's what I'm hoping that they're keeping, like, close, you know? Right. Um, or at least like fingerprints or something. So I'm really hoping that this case gets solved soon. I hope it's this piece of shit here. I'll tell everyone his name because he sucks. Um, (laughs) His name is, they just say Chadwell is his last Mm. name, but he's a giant piece of shit. And I hope that he rots in hell. And I hope, I mean, that's not, I mean, I hope that he's the guy. Like, I hope that we get the Delphi murder solved. Because it's literally these two girls, like, they are the most precious little, look at them. Like, just sweet little 13 and 14-year-olds, you know? Like, ugh, it's awful. But the video of him, I'm like, it's creepy. Like, when you listen yeah. to, like, the down the hill, like, it's so creepy. And that's yeah. literally the only portion of the audio they've given out, is him saying that. Ugh. Anyway, I hope it gets solved. I'm super psyched right. about it. Couple I hate that this little girl had to get, like, 
you know, right. abducted for them to find him. But a couple other things hit the news this last week. Circling back to Lady Gaga's fucking dog. Dogs. Uh. Dogs, yeah. So they arrested five people connection with the uh, murder, attempted uh, murder on her dog walker. Yeah. And the theft of her dogs. Lo and behold, like, um, big shocker, the lady who turned in the dogs we is one of the five it. arrest arrested. <laughs> So, yeah, there's three gang members, potentially affiliated gang members, who are arrested. One of the gang members' dad was like, don't have was arrested. have other shit to do? Those dogs, evidently, they, their target was, they did not know they were Lady Gaga's dogs. They didn't? No, they didn't. They honestly didn't. They just saw the breed, and it's a high-dollar breed. They could yeah, resell. Yeah, French Bulldogs are super so, expensive because they can't. Like, they have to be inseminated. They can't, right. like, breed. So they naturally. saw that. That's why they went after They didn't know it was Lady Gaga's. What? So, and then one of the gang members' dad was arrested because, and then his wife or girlfriend was the one that turned in the dogs. So Guys, I'll circle back hire around. a stranger. What are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, like, but, like, morons. You know whoever's going to get the, or try and get the, like, what was it, like, 500000 Yeah. Yeah, whoever's going to, like, return the dogs is, like, they're yeah. obviously involved. Yeah, because the police started connecting to us, like, okay, she is a known, you know, like associate, person, associate this with, crime, this, with this guy, with this guy, and then this guy's son, you know, mm. his gang members have been, you know, they have a rap sheet already. Do they say what gang it is? No, I didn't. It's probably really. something stupid. It's a gang we've never heard of. Well, no. California gangs, I'm sure we've heard of them. I still, like, who kidnaps dogs? You'd be surprised if this money would be made. I know. This is literally why I never, ever leave my dogs, like, in the backyard by themselves. You think so? Like, if I'm not home. Oh. I'd get your dogs and jump in my car, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they totally would. That's what, (laughs) like, they're not the smartest dogs. Like, you have a treat. They will go. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, they're dogs. Then the other thing that caught my eye, because this was a major story 20 years ago, and there's been numerous documentaries on it. There's one on Netflix just came out last year about it. But Scott Peterson, you guys remember, he killed his wife, Lacey. Allegedly. Yeah, Lacey. Well, he got convicted, so he killed her. But also, I kind of think that maybe he didn't do it. What? That guy's a fucking piece of shit. We don't. I... I've done some research. I'm just saying. Yeah, I I'm just saying. I, you know, I, I researched it too. I, you know, first of all, he's getting a retrial, or his death penalty got thrown out. On like out. what basis? Like why? Because there's a, there's a question about the jury. Mm. Um, evidently, one of the jurors didn't answer fully about their background or something, so they seized uh, on that. But they threw so out like the, not even connected yeah. to the case, really. So they threw out the death penalty. And I think this guy's the biggest piece of shit. He killed his pregnant wife. No reason whatsoever for it. Well, he and, was having an affair with that chick. Well, yeah, but there's no reason to kill his pregnant wife. No. And then I think it was on Christmas, around Christmas when he did I it. I think so, but and, they were. You know, he gives this bullshit alibi, which is just horrible. And he gets, you know, they finally give him a high-speed chase down in San Diego County. Down, okay, down but also there, but. there were, listen, <laughs> there were like two sketchy-ass dudes in that neighborhood that day that were robbing houses and shit. I think this guy's perfectly capable of killing his wife because... I'm not saying he's not capable. Right. But, but... You look at his alibi and everything he put out there. Come on. A fucking fifth grader come up with a better shit than that. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know. Because there's, like, this stuff about, like, finding her DNA right. and his, like, 
his like oh, boat or whatever. Right. And I was like, but she's probably been in his boat. I don't know. One of the quotes from like one of the detectives I investigated, I just loved. He's like, it's like, if you believe he's innocent, you believe the earth is flat. Okay. So that's from a detective that said it. So, but also they want to be right. Well, of course. I'm not do, saying but, he didn't do it. It's right. totally possible that he did right. it. Most, I will say when it comes to the police, now patrolmen, I don't have, I have my own he personal did do views. He sketchy shit. He like but, dyed his hair and like yeah, tried to flee but possibly. <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to police, you get past a patrolman that, you know, that usually cause all the bad shit publicly with, you know, minorities and things like that. But you get to homicide detectives yeah. for the most part, homicide detectives, if they make it, up there, right. they're good cops. You no, know, yeah. they're not the fucking dirt bags that you see on the news. But you know, this thing was investigated for quite a while. Unless you're in Wisconsin, yeah. So, <laughs> but I saw that he's going to possibly get a retrial on that. And I mean, I'm sure he'll be found guilty. And I and I think I don't think the death sentence is going to really matter in California right now. I don't think they put anybody Probably to death not. in such a long time. I didn't even but, know that they still had the death penalty. Yeah, they still have it. So that surprises me. In California. But they suspended the death penalty uh, as far as carrying out death sentences a while back. It's still in the books, but yeah. So I saw that. I think he's guilty. So he I mean, probably is. You know, but I there's no reason. With you sometimes <laughs> I know. <laughs> but also, there is there is some weird shit that like right. doesn't would... quite line up, but it's fine. Nah, I won't get into it today. There's no reason for for it. So, but. What will but people I think, say when JD murders me? Uh, uh, <laughs> like, well, she was kind of a bitch. <laughs> I'll be a character witness. Okay, cool. For him <laughs> or for me? For you. Oh, okay, good, good, good. She was a ray of sunshine. Uh, literally, if anyone ever describes you as like, she lit up a room, like you're dying, you're going to be dead. <laughs> Don't ever describe me that way. Hmm? Don't ever describe me as someone who like lit up the room. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> she was a harbinger of death. No. Uh, well, so. thanks for listening, guys. And obviously, yeah. I'm going to do the same spiel about like rate, review, subscribe, all the fun things. It really helps us out. Our worthless fact. Don't forget oh, that. Yes. So I came across this, and it's about right. So did you know that the Hawaiian pizza was invented by a Greek-Canadian in 1962? It helps explains why Hawaiian people detest Hawaiian pizza and things of the abomination. Okay, I know that I'm going to get shit for this, but that is my favorite pizza. What's wrong with you? But Ugh. only from Villa in Mattoon. Villa Pizza in Mattoon, if you're ever just driving through, it is worth the stop. I will say Hawaiian pizza is probably better than St. Louis-style pizza. That shit is the nastiest, like Provel <laughs> cheese, whatever they call that fake stuff. Ugh. Uh, I love Hawaiian pizza. Uh, no thanks. I, my dad used to like order Hawaiian pizza cold, like the next day. See, my dad would order it because he knew my sister and I would never eat the leftover, so he'd have it. We'd have our own pizza and we'd devour it, but he right. knew they knew we'd never touch it. So solid call. Yep. All right. So a couple things here before we head out. Remember, mental health is important. Always seek help if you can talk to a friend, whatever. Now we're beginning the month of May. This is dropping May 2nd. So May is Brain Cancer Awareness Month. It is personal to me. However, cancer affects numerous people, whether it be indirectly or directly uh, through the course of the year. About 500,000 people will die from it 
on average. Now I got coworkers who breast cancer is touched personally, um, close to home. All cancer is important. So whether it's brain cancer, breast cancer, colon cancer, reach out, support, do a 5K, do something to help support research on that. We've come a long way in the last 10 years, but have a long way to go. And I like to think wow. in our lifetime that we'll see a cure happen. So. Absolutely. But on that note, for those of you that are tools, <laughs> remember. Take the portion like they used to take in ancient Greece. Talking to them, all the time taking a drink to take to go to sleep. Have a good day.